Hey, Chet. Uh, this is... It's been a long time since we, we talked, eh? Oh, shit. Did you start recording already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, dude. It's been... Uh, how's it long it's been uh, since... Uh, like, like uh, a week and a half since the last podcast, dude? Uh, I think so. Uh, I don't know. Uh, might, be in, might have been literally 30 seconds ago, but I don't know. We haven't left the party. <laughs> uh, people on video are going to find out that we're still in the party. So that, that gave it away there. But, yeah, but it doesn't uh, show a time, dude. Doesn't show a time. Doesn't show a time. Although my screen keeps going dark, and I have to keep hitting my joystick. Yeah, I just wiggle <laughs> my right stick. But uh, yeah, here this we are a... at the end of an era. We are at the end of an era, dude. Twenty twenty is just around the door. Just around the door, Matt. I believe they say just around the corner. Like I said, I don't speak English good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think this is going to be a little special bonus clip uh, for this upcoming episode of the podcast. And it's something, it's something that needs to be said, dude. You know, we we're we're at an exciting time. Another decade's wrapped, and right now, Twitter and all your social medias are probably clogged with all the best moments of the decade or whatever. And we wanted to bring some of that to y'all from our uh, collective brain. Yeah, so I think did you want to just talk about uh, the top games of the last decade, and then we'll move on to the top. Let's do. Uh, let's do gaming moments. Gaming moments, okay. Of the 2010s, like big gaming moments, we can we can touch on them a little bit. Then let's go to normal games, and then let's and then let's end with the Call of Duty. Okay, so in terms of gaming moments, are you including like streams and just videos? Crazy shit. That has happened for gaming or inside of gaming within the past 10 years that either catapulted, sunk, you know, shit like that. So obviously, you know, you, you can't talk about the 2010s and not bring up the rise of Fortnite and what that has done for creation and, you know, the, the whole world behind gaming, how much... Fortnite literally changed the uh, the scope of what we know and love. Yeah, and, and like shockingly enough, that wasn't really until like the later end of the decade. Because yes, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the biggest thing to happen, like literally happened in like what twenty seventeen end of twenty seventeen it got released. I'd say I this think. this past decade was very interesting because I think the beginning of the decade was very exciting, and then I would say the Two or three years in between were just steady paced with some like random spikes. And then yeah, steady the growth. yeah, and then the last uh three years of the decade is really where it exploded into a whole new genre of gaming, right? Yeah. Well I so, mean streaming as like a job really didn't take off until like twenty eleven. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it so wasn't like, until like all yeah. your favorite streamers started in like twenty twenty eleven, really. Yeah, so I'd say generally, like for me, the last decade has been uh watching Call of Duty rise to its, its highest yeah, yeah yeah, rise to its highest peak with Modern Warfare three and then have a falling falling down and then slowly building up again. Uh yep. we watched the uh we watched the fall of Halo and the birth oh, of yeah, and the did. birth of Destiny. Yep. And Dude, when did Minecraft come out? Was that in this decade? Minecraft definitely came out this decade, I think. I think it came out in two thousand six. Oh no. <laughs> No, it can't be. Hold on. Matt, you are not on this. That's not this decade, dude. <laughs> no. When did it come out? Uh, Minecraft Wiki. Oh, yeah. I'm. Thank God I'm wrong. It came out in uh, 2011? 2011. Yeah. And then Microsoft so bought it in like... 2014. Yeah, Jesus, dude. This is like, yeah, like the birth this, and I'm rise of right Minecraft. Now, dude, this decade of gaming, you like will not see... Another one, man. The amount of dope shit that has happened from 2010 to 2020 in that 10-year span from where we were in 2010 to where we are now is absolutely absurd. Yeah, dude. Like We, we went from, like, Call of Duty... Like, this is me, so this is going to be from, like, a more competitive side, but, like, we went from, like, shitty, like, hotel conference room tournaments where people are playing uh on like those fucking shitty little foldy chairs to now multiple titles entering hundred million dollar leagues i agree definitely this this decade has been the decade where people went from just playing games in their room or in their basement as just a hobby instead of watching tv to now you essentially have professional players making as much money as like your average sports athlete yeah and people streaming the game making millions doing that too 100% like it was it's dude this can literally be summed up by one Drake song called 0 to 100 yeah it's basically because this, that's literally what this decade was this we started literally or started from the bottom dude now we're here yeah Zero to hundred, real quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just been looking up some major titles, seeing when they came out. Uh, League of Legends was released in in two thousand nine, but I feel like it exploded in this last decade, where you yes, now hundred percent. Where you now well, have the like, biggest title in the world. Yeah, it's the biggest title in the world, and you have like giant uh, sports domes, bigger than like a football stadium, where people are just all sitting watching a team. Is Play League of Legends. Like, is it insane. League or is it StarCraft where like they literally sell out the arenas in Korea? It might be both. I know I've definitely heard of League, but StarCraft. Okay. I, well, I know StarCraft's also big in Korea. Yeah. But like, dude, man, just it's insane. Like, and like, man, just think of where we like looking back now at like where I was personally. I was in. Just starting high school, really. Uh, now being, you know, way, way out of high school, but like playing Black Ops One on my 32-inch TV in my undies, 
to now having like what almost looks like a professional setup just to play video games. Yeah, that's definitely the case too. Is like this decade has been like the decade of people taking their gaming setup way more seriously in terms 100%. of like actually just instead of playing on the couch to like purchasing a desk or a table, playing on monitors. Like if I were to tell like my elementary school or even junior high self that in the future I was going to actually just like sit at a desk and play video games. I've been like, why? Just yeah, you, and you're going to call it like an office. <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah. I, why kind of, why I don't just like just sit on the couch in the living room and play games. Or yeah, sit on my bed. And yeah. <laughs> play video games from across the room because you didn't realize little Timmy was going to wall ramp rush you in Fortnite and you were going to shit a brick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's so many more games out too. Like Overwatch came out in 2016. The game, literally, the games. Are, I guess, yeah. Like we could wrap up those those moments. I mean, you had huge celebrity crossovers from Ninja playing with do the rise of Ninja, the rise yeah. of streaming in general. Yeah, him playing with Drake. Um, you know, content creation becoming like way way bigger than anybody could have imagined. I think overall this decade had gaming really step up to the front stage and like of everything of everything and like mingling with like what people would consider normal celebrities like mingling well, yeah, with... it, it it came for or, or it's sorry to cut you off but it went from like a taboo thing to a very mainstream thing that the biggest personalities in the world even outside of gaming are getting involved that's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. So yeah. The, sorry. No, I mean, I was just taking too long to say it, but you cleared up for me. Uh, but yeah, no, you're hundred percent right, dude, where it got so big that people outside of it had to acknowledge it. Like you had weathermen yeah. cracking Fortnite jokes, trying to mingle with kids. Doing the Fortnite dances. Doing I Fortnite dances. Yeah, shit. Like there was, um, Oh God, what was a, what public sh live show was I watching? I don't know if I was watching like a news clip or something, but there was like uh, a reporter live at live at the situation, and there's like a kid behind the camera goofing off doing like doing the backpack dance. And I'm oh, like, the floss? yeah, doing the floss, and you're like, yeah. and you're like, wow, like it's so crazy how big it's it's become. Where like you're getting all these like actual video game references in the public scene whereas if you were to like crack a joke about a 12th prestige brigadier general nobody knew what you were talking about unless they played call of duty or yeah. were a fan oh, of that the, angry turtle youtube show even the um the thing i think we talked about on the podcast uh, like uh, a while ago if you, like uh probably five or six episodes ago but i saw that one thing on twitter where uh that kid was getting bullied at school and he was assigned fortnite pro yeah and he challenged him to one. The guy was like, "One v one me in Fortnite." And he's like, "No, no, no! I'll one v three you guys in Fortnite." The oh, point we, like, I remember we're this, now at yeah. a point where, like, like you know, n obviously not all of it's still going to happen, but like, a form of bullying was stopped through video games. Yeah, I mean, whereas yeah. dude, when we like back in like the like this would be the start of the decade or a little bit before. People were getting bullied for playing video games. Yeah, definitely kids were getting bullied for video games. And what I mentioned in that podcast as well was when I was in school, 
getting bullied or challenging a bully was scary because we started getting into the area into the era of like kids learning to use knives or even bring guns to school. Yeah, so, like, yeah, the weapons got very yeah, scary. Because like obviously our parents or even like our older siblings, their w- way of like dealing with bullies fisticuffs. or deal was fistfights. You just have a fisticuffs, yeah. and whoever fell down first, that was it. You moved on. In my generation, people try to take it a little bit too seriously, and it got way too scary to ever like challenge a bully. A bully, so you just shut your mouth and move on. But now yeah. that we're at a point where, like, if you're getting bullied, you could just one v one your bully in Fortnite and kick his ass in uh, freaking nineties. Like that's like hilarious. Yeah. And like it's a hell of a lot better than watching kids beat the shit out of each other in a park. They're just 100%. at home playing video games. Yeah, nobody's so, getting hurt, dude. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, like you, they probably even became friends after that. Because I'm telling you right now, dude, if someone bodied me in Call of Duty, <laughs> yeah. I'm literally going to be like, please be on my team for the rest of my life. Yeah, that would be... It, it, I, I will admit that it, there is some problems now, but like it's not video game related. It's more social media related. Where like people oh, are, negativity and... or people are valuing themselves based on how many likes they get on Instagram, and Instagram is yeah. trying to fix that, but it's not directly game related. So, no, but even that was in this decade, and that that is gaming related. The I mean, rise of social media, the rise of social where media, we are now and... with it. Yeah, I will. Dude, I... you know, you know what's completely in this decade? What's that? The rise and the death of optic gaming. Was that really this decade? Optic yeah, was started in 2006, but it didn't really become a company until 2010. Dude, that's nuts, man. That... And Optic exploded in like 2011 and 12, and then that's when the rapid growth started. Peaked in probably like 2017 when the the uh, the, the Dynasty won the World Championships in Infinite Warfare. Yeah. And then, you know, then the drama ensued and... The eventual fallout and the death of what we knew Optic was happened. Wow, that is crazy that it just coincidentally kind of happened in, the decade. In, that, in that decade. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we saw the, we saw a lot of very popular games that we knew of in our childhood peak in the early segments of the decade and then slowly die off towards the end here like call of duty is bouncing back but it's it hasn't reached what it was when it was in modern warfare no. three times well i mean you, you can <clears throat> you can tell it's not at that point when mw3 is this highest selling title and mw3 is not even that great of a game yeah that was the last cod people bought for the hype that yeah absolutely it was when call of duty was at its max hype yeah was modern warfare 3 Modern then, Warfare 2 skyrocketed it, especially on YouTube. Um, yeah. Also, the growth of YouTube this decade. I'd say overall, uh, this whole decade was basically the growth, the growth and rise of YouTube and d- internet Di- media. Digital, yeah. I was yeah. saying, like, just the digital, digital everything. The the growth and or the rapid growth, exponential growth, if you will. Definitely, definitely exponential. Like this, this took off so much that I could not even believe, man. You have multi-million dollar companies that don't have a building. Oh, like... They just exist digitally. I don't think... Like, I don't think my grandfather could ever understand that people nowadays don't even buy television anymore. They don't pay for cable. It's just like, I'll buy... I'll I'll purchase an internet connection 
and I'll use Netflix or YouTube or 100%. Hulu or whatever to well, watch my content. I'm not going to watch cable TV anymore. No, it's just like, it, I mean, right now, like it's like that is showing it's like it's coming to surface with my personal life. Like, you know, uh, moving now my sister's on her own and you know what happened happened but like the older people still want cable my sister just has netflix she just has internet at her house because she comes from like she's young so like we like and i told my mom the same thing i'm like when i move out i'm not getting cable you're insane <laughs> yeah no absolutely no chance no you absolutely don't need to and like no if you're the, the reason at this point, the only reason why you would purchase cable is you too is like you're into sports, but you don't want to like purchase like a, a, a sports center app to watch the games. Yeah, live like, sports is the only thing. Yeah, but like even then, at this point now, you can like. Oh, there's like if you're a football fan, there you get the NFL app and you get every single game or whatever yeah. it's called, NFL Now or I'd NFL say Go I'd say or... right now it's not. I'd say right now it's not worth it if you're a fan of multiple types of sports because then you have to like purchase the NHL app, you have to purchase the NFL app, you have to purchase the baseball app. Yeah, Whereas, you might be right with that. Yeah, but I mean, the, there's the still options out there because I mean, so many people live stream the shit on the internet too. That you could just look it up. You, you can if you are internet savvy, you can find a free stream. Unfortunately, yeah. Which yes, I get it. It doesn't support. It doesn't support this the sport directly, but you yeah. could do it if you wanted to. Like it's yeah, out there's there. ways around it. But like, if you wanted to have a, a guilt-free, non-illegal option of purchasing and or watching sports, yeah, you kind of do have to rely on cable still. But even then, I think you can. I'm pretty sure nowadays you can just buy a sports pack on cable, yeah. and it's cheaper. You just literally call your call your cable provider and say, "I only want sports." Yeah. But even then, dude, like, just wait until if they could find a way to make it worth more to just live stream sports on YouTube and just have people watch it. And if they can make enough money on that, that it's worth more to do that than go on cable. Oh, yeah. Cable will be dead in seconds, dude. It's already dying. Well, yeah. At like, the end of the day, like it's once the older executives get out of there and, and the younger one uh, a younger one takes over and realize or like the is going to realize that it's not so much selling the uh selling the or buying the rights to have it on their network where they already have backed advertisers and stuff it's going to be how many eyeballs can you get on the content to sell it to the advertisers so you go from being the person that like everybody comes to you to then you being like, hey, listen, this is how many views we're getting on, on this now. How much are you willing to pay to have your ad run? Yeah, so like, I think it'd be the best move for them would be to try to sign a deal with YouTube. Although I don't know if the advertisement money is enough, then maybe they could run uh, their own thing. I think uh, with the amount because... of money that's already inside sports. Yeah, they might be able to just do their own thing. Because, like, um, do you recall when you and I, you, me, you, and Dave, and your friend were at uh, first round watching the UFC yep. fights, and then the boxing event was sponsored by a, like, live streaming app? 
Well, that was Canelo's fight, so it would have been on DAZN. Yeah, it was on DAZN. Which is a, which is a streaming service. Yeah, so I think stuff like that is, I think, is where it's going to go. They either will go to a already created uh, streaming service or they'll just create their own. I wouldn't yeah. like, I, although I wouldn't like to make them, I guess I wouldn't like them to, to do individual ones for each sport. I'd like them to try to make a combined one because I would hate to have to like do $5 subscriptions to multiple uh, streaming services just because you want to watch soccer, football, and no, hockey. No, but that's when you could run like a Twitch thing where like the content on Twitch is free, but you can subscribe for perks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a or a slightly better viewing experience or whatever. That'd be, I mean, that might be the direction because doesn't doesn't the NFL free like, content is the direction nowadays? Doesn't the NFL like sponsor Tim to watch the football games on his? The stream? NFL gets it, dude. Hundred percent. The NFL gets it. Yeah. So that might be the direction that they go because I know the NFL. If the NFL is already on Twitch, other sporting teams might be thinking about that in the future too. Hundred percent. It's 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 eyeballs that they're not getting because the eyeballs are somewhere else. So it's completely marketing to an audience that they don't already have. Yeah. Where like you know the advertising that they make money off of is only for the people that are watching, but viewership in sports has gone down significantly just because of the rise of esports and the accessibility of the esports athletes. So let me ask you. Want to you. call them athletes? So let me ask you then. If you had to pick a game that you would declare the king of this decade in terms of what game best dominated this decade and it is like the number one game of the decade just overall? Overall, yeah. So I'm going to take my bias out completely and go for a revolutionized kind of thing yeah um and in my mind there's only two i think we're thinking of the same two it's it's minecraft or fortnite oh i'm saying minecraft or league i i don't consider league because it did come up before the decade it didn't have its fucking you know big blow up until this decade but it did technically come out in 2009 okay uh so yeah if you're gonna if if we go by those those rules, then I would make Fortnite my replacement for second. However, yeah. I would still put Minecraft on top only because I would as well. only because it it's existed through the entire decade, whereas Fortnite blew up towards the end of it. And even at its peak that it's at now, it still hasn't superseded the amount of users Minecraft has, and it hasn't expanded it is trying but it didn't do it before minecraft minecraft had already expanded to people's phones and other uh devices well before fortnite did minecraft broke gaming yeah it changed the way everybody looked at it because well, you even had like the heart like the the optic guys like the competitive cod players on minecraft you had everybody was on minecraft and like at the beginning, dude, it was a dumb game. Like the the if you explained it to someone, everybody would be like, "Why in this day and age, with all these updates to graphics, would you play a game that is one hundred percent pixelated?" Yeah, that was what that was the biggest uh, trash talk that people would have about Minecraft. Is like, why are you playing a game that's like 
so old looking with like it's, it's shitty with its shitty <laughs> pixels when you can yeah. have these great graphics which to today's standards aren't great but were great back then yeah and yeah they kind of just flipped it flipped the script where like you need to make a fun game now you can't be making games that look pretty anymore your game has to be fun because before definitely like the early deck the early decade games they were getting, just trying to make everything look as close as they could to real life. Yeah, the whole the whole focus was on trying to make games look like real life. That the actual game wasn't fun because they just kept yeah. recycling the same assets. Mm -hmm. Whereas Minecraft went, here's a great fun game. Hey, it looks dumb, but that's our quirk. Yeah, exactly. and then it's so simple that everybody loved it. Yeah, it was the first game also to incorporate crossplay. Yeah, was it? I'm pretty sure it was. It wasn't Fortnite. Fortnite was not the first because you were able to play. Uh, when Microsoft purchased it, PC and Xbox were allowed to play together already, and then uh, they. You might be right. They eventually. It was close though. The timeline was close. Definitely, cross save came out first in Minecraft, where you could take your save from Xbox and then play on your PC and then play on your. Uh, now Nintendo Switch, but uh, um, there the the rumor is that PlayStation is getting the cross as well soon. Well, well, they have to, dude. Because <laughs> do you uh, do you remember the YouTube trailer that came out of like the Minecraft guy and the Nintendo guy playing together in the Minecraft world, and then there was <laughs> the PlayStation guy just left alone. <laughs> No, I didn't see the video, but I mean, that's, oh, it that was what's a, happening with the exclusivity. Yeah, it was a PR move where PlayStation didn't want to uh, didn't want to play along because they wanted to be their own thing because they outbid or they outsold Xbox, right? Mm -hmm. So they had this big ego, and so Minecraft released this viral uh, trailer of basically Xbox and Nintendo Switch and PC all playing together and there was just this one guy not playing with the other ones and it was suggested that it was PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um with that point being brought up, who do you think won the uh what people consider the console war for the decade? Oh, console was war Xbox or PlayStation. Console war of the decade. Uh it had to it had to have been sold in this decade, right? Not still available. So it's the PS4 versus the Xbox One. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, PlayStation 4 still won, but Xbox did recover their sales in the end when they released their Xbox X and uh, kept releasing... Uh, I think it was a combination of the Xbox X releasing a more powerful console than the PlayStations, and yeah. it was the uh, birth of the, of the Game Pass. Where mm, they had yes. they had very good games for free as long as you for a subscription service. for a subscription service and they had really good yep. games in there. Yep, true. Whereas yeah, that uh, was that was another addition this uh, this decade that we didn't even really talk about. Yeah, it was the introduction of like streaming games. That was this Just decade, like subscription based programs in general. Like you have Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, all that kind of shit. Yeah, to this uh, this decade Netflix, was. Yeah, I was just gonna say that this decade was definitely the decade of like streaming services and subscribing to services with multiple uh, TV shows and movies and other assets, as opposed to just uh, watching cable TV or yep. other things. 
or purchasing a what? solid DVD or CD. Imagine trying to explain this decade to someone from like 1960. That would be tough. Like just the All idea. Right, well, like oh, sorry, CD, CD, CDs pretty much died this decade, right? Like who really buys oh, yeah. CDs anymore? Well, um, I, I, or I think I was telling my mom about it because we were obviously like cleaning the house out a little bit. Um, I have a closet full of Xbox 360 games and shit. Yeah. Like, my rock band thing's in there, and there's literally, like, fucking 70 games stacked in this closet. Mm-hmm. I have probably, like, because Xbox One was the first next-gen console I got. And I probably have, like, 15 to 20 discs. Do you want to know how many discs I have for my PlayStation 4? One. One? I have one. Was it the one that came with the, the console? No. I bought Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh. For the PlayStation. Okay. Because that's when uh, it was going back to boots on the ground, so everybody was playing Ghosts instead of uh, Infinite Warfare. I'll say once I graduated, I really stopped playing. I really stopped buying physical dicks. Dicks. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped buying what, Matt? I stopped buying real Matt dicks. Matt stopped <laughs> buying physical dicks. I stopped, right on, I stopped buying real dicks and just bought uh, silicone dicks. <laughs> oh my god, oh my. dude. Oh, that's that's going to be clipped. That Yes. There's an Instagram <laughs> clip for your ass. Oh my god, that's hilarious. But, but no, uh, I stopped you know. buying physical discs. Yeah. And just started doing digital downloads because... 100%. Uh, well, you could pre-download them and launch. Like we, I mean, I, I don't think you ever went with me. But I used to go to the midnight releases of COD every single year. Uh, I went to the midnight release of the Xbox One with Steven, and we froze our freaking feet off. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, but that was a yearly thing for me for COD. Yeah. And now I can I can literally pre-order it, pre-download it like five days in advance. The minute the servers go live and the lock comes off the game, you can play. Yeah, do you recall the news of people being annoyed by that though? Because you could pre-order the game, pre-download it. It'd be like a fifty gig download, so you know the game is there. Yep. And you just can't click play because they don't want you to until. I like that, but I wish they would do that for everybody. What do you mean? But they give like YouTubers and all and and certain people access to the game early. I I want them to get to a point. Where they let you do that, and then it is just a free-for-all the minute the game gets technically released. I mean, do it in a way where, like, they get, like, a day. And then they go, and then they have, like, a whole PR thing on Twitch. Where they go, look at these uh, influencers playing the game. Hey, guess what? You can play it tomorrow. Can you imagine how freaking hyped that would be? Or, or do, like, do it an hour. Don't give them a day, dude. Give them, like, an hour. You might give people a heart attack if you give them an hour. Like, hey, you know well, what? You can what play I this like in one hour. These guys get all this time. Right now it's bad because they before. get like over a week to play the game before yeah, everybody like, else Like plays. this COD was like three days. I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You already have full servers running and like you have streamers playing the game that's just going to want people to play the game who've already pre-ordered it. Just let them play. Like, it should be like if you have it pre-ordered... Merry Christmas, you can play it now too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I or definitely... make that the make that the pre-order uh, thing, or you can just play it a day early. I think some games have done that before. They ha- some have, yes. Or like, uh, was it a version I'm of Call sure of Duty? I'm pretty sure the EA games do that all the time. Yeah, EA definitely does that. They do that. I know for sports games, they do that. Oh my gosh, that was this decade too with the whole Battlefront controversy. Yeah. Dude, literally, think of all the big shit that happened in gaming. It happened this decade. All oh, the biggest scandals of gaming definitely happened this decade. Like, you've got, you've got Destiny throttling people's XP in order to make them buy stuff in the store. You've got all, all the Twitch drama. Literally all, all of it. Literally all of the Twitch slash Alinity drama. Not even just Alinity, just everything. You, yeah. Like, Tfue versus FaZe, you know, Ninja... Ninja doing everything disrespect uh doc yeah doc yeah everything literally everything yeah a lot of the biggest twitch's news has been this decade no no matt all of it i guess all of it yeah all, twitch, literally all of it twitch wasn't created this decade right it was like towards i think it, it was just in tv yeah it was just in tv twitch. before and then twitch bought it in like 2010 or 11 or something like that that's what I'm saying. Like, literally all your streamers are popular. Like, it's just because of this decade. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you started streaming uh, earlier this decade, you are one of the top influencers when it comes to Twitch because you were Probably. an early adopter. Yeah, yeah, Justin TV started in 2006. Yes, but never really gained the... And then uh, turned into Twitch TV... In 2014. Oh, 2014. Fuck, even later than I thought. Well, it said cease. Justin TV says cease operations in 2014. So I'm thinking that's when Twitch started. Yes. No. Uh. uh, may, uh I don't know. To be honest. Uh, Twitch launched in 2011. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So literally, the birth and rise of Twitch was this decade. Yes. That's nuts. A lot of wow, man. Everything like this decade for gaming is everything. Yeah, definitely this this decade is the decade of the internet overall. Like you've got the rise of major social medias, people's lives basically being on the internet. You got the rise and death of a big social media platform in Vine. Yeah, Vine lived and died in this decade. Within a decade. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was. I wouldn't even say a full decade. It was almost like a half a decade. No, yeah, it was. But it was like one of the biggest things for like what three years. Yeah, but it was all within this decade. But uh, us having said what we thought was like the most important game of the decade, I would like from you, like a top five. Just overall games that you've you've played this decade that you think deserve some recognition. Okay. Top Obviously, five. they're going to be time based, like you know, Red Dead One. Well, I guess that was two thousand nine, but mm-hmm. you know, Red Dead Redemption Two, graphics wise and everything, was a great game. But you know, I would if, if it was an all time list, I would put it below Halo Three. Yeah. Even though Halo 3's graphics were ass. So I'll I'll admit my top five are probably going to be a lot different from yours just because 100%. a lot of major games that came out this decade I have fallen behind on, but I will only try to pick games that came out this decade. 
So with no, that in mind, you will only pick games that came out this decade. I will fact well, check. If I your ass. yeah, if I say something and it's incorrect, please let me know and I'll pick something else. So uh, with that in mind, number one for me is still Minecraft. Nope. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, number two for me would probably be Destiny. Destiny okay. was my second. Destiny was probably my, the game I played the most, but I still have to acknowledge Minecraft as the best uh, game of this decade. So Destiny would come in second place. That's including one and two. Um, then after that, it would probably be. I'd say the Assassin's Creed series. Okay. Number three would be the Assassin's Creed series. I don't know. I think the first one may have came out before 2010. But like, oh, yeah, 100%. Like, when did Assassin's Creed 2 come out? Well, Assassin's Creed, the first one came out. It was one of my first games with uh, that I got with the Xbox, 2007. 2007. Assassin's Creed 2 came out in 2009. So, basically, Assassin's Creed... Uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed. 3. Brotherhood was the second one, or no? Yeah, Brotherhood yeah, was like Brotherhood was, well, Brotherhood was like two point five, and then Revelations was like two point seven, and then yes, you had Assassin's uh, so Creed. Brotherhood was two thousand ten, so that was the first one of the decade. Yeah, so Brotherhood was a really good game. I liked Revelations. Three was probably the worst one, and then I really liked amazing. Yeah, I really liked Black Flag, and yeah. uh, the British version, and I played uh, Origin. I didn't play Odyssey yet, but I should. But uh, unless your game uh, glitches and corrupts like mine did, and then you'll be <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely Assassin's Creed definitely influenced me this past decade. Uh, so that's number sure. three. Uh, number four would probably be I mean, it's got to be Call of Duty. Which did... one? Um, I played. Actually, you know what? Just say Call of Duty because we have we'll we'll put out our fave COD list of the decade. Yeah, well. I'd say Call of Duty it would be my number four just because I didn't play it as much as you guys, but it's influenced me because I played it with you guys when I did. So it's definitely in my top four. And then number five, what would be number five? I'm really trying to think. You here. got a single player game that blew your mind? You played Last of Us? Uh, I didn't or play something like that. I uh, didn't play Last of Us. See, it, it, for me, Assassin's Creed was my single-player game. Even. Uh, That's fair. Maybe, it's also hard to, to go off memory. So It might have been maybe Halo, just because uh, Steve and I did play uh, the Master Collection, and we played Halo 5 Guardians together. Okay, So number five would probably be Halo. So yeah, right. it's Minecraft, Destiny 1 and 2, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, and then the Halo series. That's, That's my fair. top five. Oh my god, mine are so different, dude. I know. My, I was going to say mine are very different from yours. I think yours might be a more accurate representation of what people feel this generation was like. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on the list. If you go off of, like, just personal experiences in games, I think it's going to differ a lot. But if you, like, try to be objective and think of what happened for the community, it'd well, be... Well, let me, let like me, say, a, let me say this. Because, let me say this, because you and I both shouldn't say Fortnite. So, 
Let me just. What was your top I, five I most played games of this decade? Uh, I don't know most played. I don't know the hours. They're all Call of Duty. Never mind. I know the hours. Uh, <laughs> every single <laughs> one of them is a Call of Duty. There's no way. Well, if you um, if you combined all the Call of Duties into one, would be the other four. Okay, hold on. Let me finish this thought. Um, I I could make two lists. I could make a list of the games I enjoyed the most that came out this decade. Okay. Or I can make a list of games that I thought, like my top games of the decade, which I think revolutionized, changed, because Fortnite would be on that list. Okay. Fortnite's not on my list of games, like my games of the decade. Yeah. My games of the decade, Minecraft isn't even number one. I don't even know if Minecraft's in my top five for my games of the decade. Okay. Uh... Number one favorite game that I've played in the past 10 years is probably Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is number one, eh? Dude, Witcher is so good. It's incredible. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever done. Like, one of the... Not even one of... It's the best game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, and I played it, like, early, so the graphics at the time were fucking insane. Everything was so good. Uh, the DLC was the first time I ever played DLC where I was like, holy fuck, this DLC is amazing. Yeah, luckily the pack that I purchased has all the DLCs. So um, Blood and Wine is insane. Yeah, Blood and Wine is so dope. Uh, but yeah, Witcher is... And I never even played the first two. I just played Witcher 3. Yeah, I saw, I, a vi- I saw a video and I was like, this game looks so cool. I saw Let the video of the first two games. It really doesn't look like it matters. It's- Especially like since since I've played, I've noticed there's like that interrogation scene where you basically answer the blanks that you would have answered when you played the first games. So yeah, you just miss out on like the lore. Like you find out that Ger- like Geralt losing his memory is Assassin's Creed Two. Yeah, but like the whole idea Him having the relationship with Triss. Yeah, but like the whole idea of like Yennefer and Ciri is not even it's in not the first. The it's not even in the first no. two games. It's only in the third no, no. game. Yeah. So and the big story, yeah, doesn't happen till the third game. Um. Anyways, Witcher's one. Two. Um. Yeah, I guess I won't say which one just yet because we're doing its own separate list. But I, number two has to be Call of Duty for me. It's, okay. That makes sense. It, it, very it, it much, has to be on the list. It, yeah. Just because, like, they they might not be, they might not have released some of like my favorite games. Like a lot of my favorite games came before the decade, but I've still put way too much time and energy into Call of Duty to not give it its due. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Third place. Skyrim. Skyrim was very good. Skyrim. Yeah. Um, I can't believe I fucking blanked on Skyrim. I might even put that higher. And I'll be honest, Skyrim may take my Halo position. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, yeah. 10 years is so long to go off of that, like, that's why I was, when you were making a list, I'm like, going off memory is so hard because you forget about games. Oh, yeah. But Skyrim for me was... Actually, no, fuck that, dude. Skyrim's number two. Whoa, big moves. Fuck Skyrim Call of Duty, two. dude. <laughs> yeah, put Call of Duty 3 on the list for now until I move it down to 4 or some shit. <laughs> um, 
Dude, Skyrim was so good. Skyrim was very was good. Fucking, holy shit. Uh, I probably spent more hours in the character creation screen than anything. But... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had a save <laughs> that I saved right when you get off the wagon so you can skip all the bullshit at the beginning to make here, a new save character. Here, yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Fallout 4. Bless you. I want to put Fallout 4 on the list, I think. Yeah. See, I like those games, but I didn't play them as much as... Uh... Oh, I played the shit out of Fallout 4. Yeah. Not as much as I played... Or more so than what than I played any other Fallout game. I think the, the, only and... one, the only Fallout I played the longest was Vegas. Vegas was fun, yeah. yeah. And... You know what? Just because what it is, I'm gonna put GTA Five on the list. Yeah, that would make sense. I never played too much of GTA Five, but that was like that. Yeah, that I played game... a shitload of GTA Five, but it had like it, it was good in so many different ways. Like that, great that, story. That game great is revolutionizing kind of game. GTA Five is something that should be discussed as one of the top games of the decade because that game oh, is it's almost a decade old. Yeah, came out twenty fourteen. 15? And it's it's still played today. Still played today. A lot. The, like, GTA came Online out, is out in 20, one of the... 2013, dude. Oh, 2013. Seven years old, man. It's a seven-year-old game, and people are still playing it. Yeah, I mean, that definitely has to be put in consideration for the top game of the decade. Well, it had a great story. It had, like, its, its own twist on, like, how to make uh, a story mode game different by you letting... Or letting you control three character stories as opposed to one. And then the birth of the online, what we've kind of all, like anybody that played those kinds of games in the past was kind of always hoping for some form in one way or another of GTA Online. Yeah. The birth this is of open the... world where everybody's there. You can do whatever you want. You can fucking fight each other. You can join missions together. Like whatever you want and custom made maps created by your fans yeah or by fans right yeah rockstar game. created its own thing yeah that's that's a big thing too i know yeah. there, no, there's gta changed gaming too there's well. youtube channels that i'm that i know of that solely have survived just off gta 5 100 percent. when that dude when that game was first popular that was that might be what I like. I attribute to like the start of like big rises on YouTube and like content creation from GTA Online and GTA Five. Yeah, like that might be the first game that started it, besides Minecraft, obviously. Yeah, I guess that's my top five of like games that I've played. Okay, uh, so. What would you think are the top five most like influential games of the decade? Minecraft's up there, Fortnite's up there, GTA's up there. Um, I like to, th I would like to throw in a story mode game, just because of story mode, or like you know people saying shit about, like people always talk shit about story games, saying they're dying. PlayStation always says, "Hold my beer." Yeah, what do you think was the most influential story-based uh, game? Last of Us? 
I think Last of Us is up there for the masses. Uh, yeah. I think Witcher is also up there for the masses. Um, but there, dude, there's tons of story games that go just under the rug because nobody gives them the time of day because they're story games. I'd almost and say can't really I'd almost say Last of Us holds the whole story mode thing stronger because it was pretty much a story. Whereas it's, Witcher yeah. was Witcher has like a lot of role playing and uh, oh, okay, you're you're action. saying more linear. Yeah, whereas Last of Us, Last of Us was a, Last of Us was a movie that you just got to play in, and people loved it. Yeah, Last of Us uh, and Uncharted Four both made my naughty dog. Both very kind of like have similarities. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. Yeah, I would like to put one of those on the list, but I don't even know just because we're in such a multiplayer frenzy. Um, and then I guess. Uh, shit, I don't even know, man. I want to say, like, uh, like an H1 or a PUBG, like, who actually started the BR frenzy that we are now living in. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, Fortnite knocked it out of the fucking park. But the birth was either... Fortnite made BRs All the right decisions. Yeah. Yeah. They did everything right. Because H1Z1... People have heard about it, but people, only people on PC were playing it. And then... PUBG took the world by storm. Yeah. PUBG um, really... Yeah, and pu- unfortunately, yeah. COD kind of died this decade. So... Yeah. That, so, that kind of shit on that. Well... With that in mind, if we're to like... You want to make like a guess as to what gaming is going to be in the next 10 years? Uh yeah, we can we can try to do a prediction. Okay, so see it going. What what do you think? Well, the way I see this going is the trend that I'm seeing is that the whole like personality of PC gaming I think is slowly getting adopted by console players. So I think as the time goes by, you're gonna start you can start seeing consoles starting either consoles are gonna start being as expensive Absolutely. or as powerful oh. as PCs. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And basically, it's going to be a glorified PC. Or do you think more people are just going to transition to PC? People might just do that as well, where they might just move to PC because at least with the PC, you can customize it yourself, whereas with these uh, ones that are made by a certain manufacturer with its whole branding, it's like there's limitations. Yeah, but uh, I think that's where it's going to be. Is I think the whole idea of uh, couch gaming is going to be less known, and it's going to be more professional scene, more competitive, and it's going to be very taken way more seriously. So that's why you're actually going to see like people's like offices for doing work at home are going to turn into gaming offices. And I don't, yeah. I don't even, I don't even mean with like the neon lights and stuff. Just like straight up, a regular office, but this person just has all the top electronics, and it's solely meant for gaming. I see that coming real soon. 100%. Like, I think that's gonna be in the near future. And then, I'm hopeful, but I'm also doubtful that in the next decade we're gonna see some successful version of VR. I don't know if I really don't know if VR is coming back, but like. There's got to be, they're going to try something. 
like AR yeah. AR is is there, but it's very limited, and people already don't like it. Like Pokemon Go has argument, augmented reality, but uh, people just turn off the camera because it makes it too difficult to catch the Pokemon, anyways. So uh, the options there, people don't use it, and then VR is still too cumbersome. Like if they can get to a point where it's like sort out sort out online. Where you just put on a helmet and you lie down on your bed and you can play the game with your brain. I think that's the version of VR they got to get to before people actually start using it. Yeah. Although, do I think... I can, I can, I can see all of that happening. Do, do I think that's going to happen the next decade? Ugh. be tough to see. I'd have to see what happens in the next five years if anybody's even willing to invest in it. True. The research needs to be done and stuff. You know what I predict? I predict there's going to be some sort of uh, doping revolved uh, revolved around well, esports. Like Adderall, Alpha Brain. Yeah, like there's going to be some conversation about illegal doping of like uh, mental performance enhancers for gamers. Oh yeah, you're going to see that. Interesting. Interesting take on the future, man. What do you think is going to come? Um, I think in the next decade, the next 10 years, by 2030, I don't see big changes happening. I think you're going to see a plateau a little bit as in terms of growth with stuff. I think we're going to remain a little more steady this decade. I think there's going to be less jumps. I think you're going to see a lot more of what you're seeing now. I think the biggest changes are going to come in the way of like technology to help you as opposed to just bet like obviously there's going to be there's always going to be growth in technology. You're going to get you know mechanical keyboards that make less noise, you're going to get monitors with higher resolution. That's never going to stop. Yeah. Um faster PCs like that, you know. I don't think the growth is going to be insane in the next decade. I do think everything's going to get slightly better, but it's going to be way more plateau-like than we've seen in the past 10. With like, I mean, if you had a PC from 2010 compared to a PC 2019, you're looking at major, major differences in speed, efficiency, everything. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, those are always going to be there, but I think they're going to be a, the gap's going to be a little smaller now. Uh, and I think that more of the, f maybe not more of the focus, but more of the, what becomes the norm is stuff for people in, like you, we were talking, like you were saying, like the performance enhancing, I think yeah. you're going to see stuff implemented that is more like that. Like you're going to get, uh, stuff to help preserve your eyes so you can play longer. Um, you know, stuff to help you like keep your energy uh, that isn't like super harmful for your body to help you stay alert longer. Um, I think there's going to be some form of I want to say like a not like a meal replacement but like there's going to be some form of like nutrition pack specifically designed for people that spend a large amount of time sitting yeah you're gonna I, get like a nutrient 
thing from a supplement company that's it's going to be called like you know the gamer's choice or some shit i do think that i think in the next 10 years they do need to address that the issue of yes. people's sitting for Not extended periods yep. yeah and my final prediction i'm gonna say you're gonna see a lot more internet celebrities become more like traditional celebrities yeah and actually like the rise of the internet celebrity becoming more of a value than like the traditional main, movie yeah, star or mega a, musician yeah. celebrity being more of a mainstream celebrity i agree and to be honest i think the sad thing that's going to come out in the next 10 years is i think the death of the indie indie, indie developer like uh, the, for gaming or for like movies and shit for gaming it could yeah I think the I think it's gonna die only because it's gonna be replaced with uh, a people. very similar route from a AAA developer. Yeah, or uh, oh no, sorry, I'm not talking about game developers. I'm talking about the actual like indie content creators. Sorry, I should have said. Uh, I think your idea of like growing on YouTube, knowing nobody. Or oh, going yeah, on Twitch, knowing nobody, those days are numbered. And I think it, it's going to die out within the next three, two, three years. And I think from that point on, you need to seriously know people and in order team. to in order to in order to actually get recognized. Or, yeah, but the the nice or well, I guess the trend that I, I've seen in the recent years with the boom of uh, of streaming and, and creation, um, a lot of Creators are getting put on teams. A lot. Like, FaZe signs a new person every second day. Yeah, that's... Like it's that, kind of absurd. I see that happening. I see, like, uh, content creators either getting uh, purchased by bigger corps or... Uh, or if you're talent-based, you get scouted and you get put on a team. Yeah, you're going to see less of, like, the Shroud being a creator and more of, like, the Shroud being a competitor. Yeah. Yeah, that's very possible. I, d I definitely don't doubt that. But, uh... All right, should we close this second podcast out, dude, with uh, our top favorite Call of Duties of the decade? We could, yeah. So... Do you need the list? I need the list, yeah. All right, uh, give me two seconds. Uh, I believe it started with Black Ops 2, correct? Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1, okay. Alrighty. Black Ops 1, 2010. Modern Warfare 3. Black Ops 2. Call of Duty Ghosts. Advanced Warfare. Black Ops 3. Infinite Warfare, World War Two, Black Ops Four, and finally the new Modern Modern Warfare. Warfare. Okay. Um best Call of Duty of the decade in my For opinion you. would be Black Ops Four. Because okay. it was the most exciting. Even as a fan of the game, it was most it was very exciting to watch. And it had the most variety because it had regular multiplayer zombies and battle royale true uh most influential call of duty would probably be 
uh, for me, Modern Warfare 3, because I don't think I played Black Ops 1. Seller. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, what you experienced in Modern Warfare 2, I experienced a smaller dose of that in Modern Warfare 3. So getting exposed to like the hyper toxic people and all the cheaters on PlayStation. Oh, gosh. The hackers oh, on yeah, PlayStation. Oh, my God. Yep. I yeah. remember that. I used to make fun <laughs> of all the high school kids that weren't on 360. Yeah. But this is your list, Matt. This doesn't have to be what you think. Well, I, I wouldn't say Black Ops 2 because I don't recall if I even played it. So for me, it was Black Ops 4 was the funnest. And the most influential for me was Modern Warfare 3 because of how much is sold. And like at the time, it was like, wow, this looks like this game will never die. Yeah, but that, I mean, just from that fact alone, you could put it as your number one if you wanted. This is your list, bro. Nobody's no, judging. but Black Ops 4 was way funnier than Modern Warfare 3. That is not only fair, but accurate in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the Call of Duties of this past decade. I mean, Black Ops 1... God, give, me your top, give me your top five. Top five? Uh, Black been ten. Give me, give me top five. Black Ops 4... Uh, I really like this Modern Warfare despite our complaints. So that's actually number... give it, keep it a three because there's there's fucking ten. So you have to just take five. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. So top three give would top be three. top three would be uh, Black Ops Four, this Modern Warfare, and uh, I can't recall what other version of Black Ops I played. I either played two with Steven or I played one. I might have played one. Actually, I'll give it to I Ghost because you can know. play as a dog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's very fair. You got to play as Riley and you get to bite the shit out of people. That it, Yep, that happened in the story. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost was good, dude. Uh, I'm going to give you a top five because I don't know if I can do three. Okay. Um, my number one is Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Because that game is what it is. Yep. My number two is Black Ops 4. Okay. Because, um, again, because of what it is Cause and of, how of much... I love the competitive in that game. Number three is Black Ops One. Why they're all did this just a list of Black Ops. <laughs> Number Black three is Ops Black Ops One. One. Um I liked Black Ops Three, but it kind of pissed me off too. Number four Call of Duty Ghosts. And number five might be Black Ops Three. I think that's Black a... Ops Two, Black Ops Four, Black Ops One, Ghosts, Black Ops Three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and I said it before. We've said it before. Do we say it on stream or do we say it on the last podcast? It might have been on stream where you're like, they need to just stick to one developer, and I think their one developer is. Uh, 
Treyarch. Yeah. I think the uh, the side of like content creation, I feel like Infinity Ward is the most content creator friendly in the sense that when they build the games... It seems like it's easier for, like, really good people to absolutely shit on people. Whereas in Black... Like, I don't know if it happens as often in Black Ops. I mean, like, the good players are always going to be the good players. Yeah. But in the Black Ops titles, it seems like the skill gap is somehow shortened when playing. It seems like. I don't know if that's accurate. Because I can tell you right now, dude, it doesn't matter what Call of Duty you play me in, I'm still going to do well. Yeah. But it seems like, at least like, taking the the past few years a little bit like, not as seriously because that's like the biggest rise in content creation, so that's when you saw the most content being created. And... Obviously, in the most recent years, the we've had two Black Ops titles that people cared about, and Infinite Warfare, nobody gave a flying carpet ride, no. so you didn't see a lot of content with that. World War II, you know, people were hyped about it, but then also hated it, so there was not a lot of content around that. And then you're seeing a ton of content now, but I think that's more of a time thing as opposed to, like, the game. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be I, my would, top five. I would agree with that. All right, man, that's cool. Back to back podcast, dude. We're yeah. freaks. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably have to release these like a couple days after each other. Like, I'll release this yeah. regularly on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then release this like Thursday, Friday. And then, uh, yeah. You could even chop this one up, dude. We could even, yeah, I might be able to maybe chop separates. this up. Yeah, because like, we did talk a lot about like, uh, the decade of the games. The decade, yeah. So one video could literally be like this past decade. Yeah, I think we've got... Um, yeah. yeah. I'll do something like that, because yeah, I do agree with the the fan base that to make you guys sit for an hour talk, listen to us talk is a little unfair, so if I chop it up, it makes it easier for everybody. So I'll try Absolutely. something like that. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to this uh, special extra episode of the podcast where we got to this talk bonus about decade wrap up decade wrap, wrap up i'm definitely looking forward to the future because we're, we're i think in my opinion gaming is still accelerating we're we're still seeing changes oh, yeah. so i'm looking forward to see what comes up in the next few years here undoubtedly so. we will hit a point where stuff seems like it's gonna get worse but then it's gonna get better <laughs> as it always does right as always Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like always, check us out on Random Nate's Pod for uh, posts and updates and funny clips like me saying penis or dick, what did I say? Something like that. But uh, You don't buy physical dicks anymore. I don't buy physical dicks. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, yeah, tune in uh, to Instagram and Twitter for those kind of funny clips like that. But uh, yeah. until then, we'll see you on the next episode. No more physical dicks. No more physical dicks.